And welcome to the South Road Boys. Look at you, Mr. Barnes. You are in some sort of dark camo. You're, you're blending in on Skype to that couch. Yeah, look, I'm a little bit concerned at the moment, to be honest, that um, my light in the lounge room's actually lost a bit of its lightness. Luminicity? Is yeah, it a word that I could just, just try and make up? It's it's lost a bit of its kick, and I've found that things are a bit more dim than what they normally are. <laughs> and when I say dim, I don't mean stupid. I mean not as light. You mean like after dark? Hello, maybe, maybe it's, ladies. Maybe it's romantic. Maybe that's maybe what your broom is trying to seduce you. Maybe this is what it would be like <laughs> if we did erotic reading roulette not together. This would be my environment. I'd still be in a shed with a lot of tools, which makes mine a bit more Fifty Shades than you. She <laughs> <laughs> <Actually> would too. <laughs> a bit more power tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's a bit more uh, sore than Fifty Shades, actually. <laughs> when, or, um, when sore meets Fifty Shades or hostel. Hostel, yeah. I think it's more hostel. Especially when he slices that Achilles from when he's... Oh, oh spoilers. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. always come back to that scene. Yeah, but it actually does look like, because you're obviously wearing a dark top, um, and because your chaise lounge at the moment is looking quite dark, it looks like your hands are floating mid-air, like you're some sort of <laughs> um, puppeteer. for Podcasters. <laughs> Podcasters. People in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you look like you're someone who works for, what was the guy who did um, all the Muppets? Uh, Jim Henson. Jim, yeah, you look like one of the Jim Henson people who, who's all dressed in dark, and I can just see these white hands. Oh, Actually, now I can see what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's I don't mind. It's entertaining for you, though. Oh, very entertaining. Yeah. Was you're out in the luminosity of the shed. Yes, with my tools. Tools. You're, you're so sheddy. You're mm. so tooly. That your tools have actually got by the look of it the silhouette of where the tools meant to be. No, have you got them on there? No, I don't have silhouettes of oh, tools. Okay, I thought you might have done because uh, they're all on hooks and they're all laid out neatly. And yeah, they all have their own spot. As you can, I'm taking on a tool tour at the moment. I've even got the tool bloody tool chest and there's the lathe the tool setup tour. and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, each tool I do, I don't have. I'm not quite at the silhouette mark, but I will tell you. It's very rare that a tool will go on a different peg. Right. So you're a little bit like me in that regard. You know, things do have their place. Yes. Fairly neat. And I wasn't going to quite go there, but yes, OCD. Yeah, everything is its place. Every place has its thing. But that's only so you can find it next time. Like if I randomly- makes sense. If I randomly put different tools back in different spots, fuck, that'd be annoying. I'd like, where do I put that? that? Exactly. Why, Why would people do that? Some people are batshit crazy. Yeah, or the people who just leave it all in one spot and just work it out from the pile. They spend 10 minutes yeah. each time they're after something. They have a bench and yes. they just chuck it all on the bench. Yeah. Look, I'll do that whilst I'm... I'll have them... I won't put them up away after use. So if I'm working on a project like I was today, I was building a stand for my wife because she wanted to build a worm farm. Ah. Yes. Nice little um, worm farm. Yeah, nice little worm You're farm. You're going to name them all? <laughs> we we will name all 1,500 worms. Oh, um, fantastic. <laughs> wormy one, wormy two, wormy three. Um, <laughs> Brian, wormy five, wormy six, wormy seven. You'd have to go with doublies, wouldn't you? You'd have uh, William and 
Wallace Willie. and Willie William and Wallace. Wanda. And w- <laughs> Wendy. Wine. <laughs> Wendy. Wine. Wine. <laughs> Wistifer. <laughs> Wary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's good God. Yeah, anyway. Right, so um, don't yeah. name all the worms. No, so I'll, I'll I'll leave tools out while I'm on a project, but then I'll put them at the end. I'll put them away at the end of the day. Oh, you're a good lad. Mm, I try to be. Try to mm. be. Mm, so what's – now, you've been – what have you been up to? What's been going on in I've your been, world all yeah, locked I've, in? Yeah, see, you've been all excited because you've seen what I've been doing. Well, not – well, yeah, sort of, but you haven't. Actually, no. You haven't seen what I've been doing. You've seen photos of things that I told you I was doing, but you didn't actually see me doing any of it. I know you didn't do any of it. Up, I did. I up, helped. Up, on the up high stuff. Yeah, so – um Mate of mine, Housey. I think Housey's been mentioned a couple of times here and there. Yes. Uh, needed a new roof on his house. There was a bit of a leak in the old roof. It was a bit of a... So, he's be, he finally had the colour bond turn up. This had to be done. Unfortunately, it happened during uh, the period where we're, you know, social distancing and all that kind of thing. So, mm. you know, if you're going to get really technical, it probably wasn't the best timing. But we did all... We did... There was well, four of us. There was a, two on the roof. You can't have two a below. roof. No. There was two on the roof, two below. So, we were doing the grunt work. Yes. Uh, down below. I'm not a fan you, of heights. You were never you know. going to be the person up that roof. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> um, and if, if someone did turn up, we were going to say, look, this is a job that needed to be done. We're, we're distancing the best we possibly can. And um, otherwise, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't have, have water going through someone's light fitting. That is just not a good thing. Yeah. So, um, and we got it done. So we did that good, all good Friday. We we're pretty much doing that. And, um, and all day yesterday, which was, uh, Easter Sunday. Mm. We're also doing it, so we got it done, and um, now it looks all schmickin' pretty. Yeah, I saw the photo that you sent where half of it was done. And yeah, it looked a bit different, eh? It, it did. <laughs> it, it's um, but it, that's a pretty. It's not a difficult job that one, because it's generally you just lay it down, then cut it to size and slot it on. Really, pretty much. It's um, we had a a qualified builder doing the main work. Great. And then we were doing the rest. Yes, you were. So, pick that up, move it over there, repeat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Which obviously, as anyone would know, if you're putting a roof on a house, uh, you've got two people on top. It's a lot easier for people to hand stuff up than for those people to try and get down and grab oh, it and shoot it's it in. a pain in the ass. And sometimes- And I'm certain it's been done that way before, but I'd hate to think what it would be like. Oh, uh, it, well, yeah, it's, it's, but even doing any jobs, like, I had the boy helping me and, and Ella helping me with some of this project stuff. And whilst it doesn't sound like a six year old, sorry, an eight year old now, um, and a nine year old can help that much, just holding something or passing me this or passing me that really does help. <laughs> mm. And yep. then you spend 10 hours trying to explain why you're doing it that way. And, you know, yeah, but- look, it was really good for the fact of, um, instead of being stuck in the house all the time, it was nice to get out and do something and also help a mate out and, mm. Get that done, and I'm certain there'll be a carton or two of beer that'll come as a nice little reward to that. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> housey? Housey. Mind you, mind you, you were staying around the house, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Actually, it was, it was nice to get out and help out a mate, so. Mm, well mm. done. Good job. Ah, every now and then, mate, we just, we put in and we help each other out, and you feel kind of good afterwards. It's a nice feeling. It is. It is definitely a yeah. nice feeling. And what about not- you? Oh, mate. Well, we had uh, we had one of the loneliest birthdays in the world. <laughs> and look, this uh... is a very first world problem. I get it. Uh, my son, Jake, turned the big eight on Saturday. Eight. Uh, eight. The infinity. 
Yeah, exactly. Or the snowman. You know, whichever the one snowman. you want to go. <laughs> the snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? No, we don't. Um, <laughs> and because of COVID-19 and social distancing and stuff like that, uh, it was the four of us. My mother, because um, she was our one permitted uh, visitor, came and sat on the deck about a metre and a half away from everybody else. Um, and we had burgers for lunch and mum made some honey joys and, you know, we had cake and sang the song. And um, my mum was so awesome. She even did a pass the parcel, which okay. sounds great, but there's only five of you. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we didn't, but she was smart enough to not do the music, which counted somebody else out. Um, so she wrote to the person who can sing the best nursery rhyme or or some such thing. So and she the, got a bit inventive. She did. She got a bit inventive, a bit creative. Um, and normally when it's your birthday in our house, you get to choose what we have for dinner. Because uh, we were in ISO, uh, Jake got to choose breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh, calm down. Fucking, he was loving it. So, uh, I made puffages, also known as poffages, uh, which are small Dutch pancakes for those playing at home. Okay. <laughs> but if you look at the way it's written and the way it said poffages, puffages. Anyway, um, yep. we had those for breakfast. <laughs> uh, he wanted dirty old hamburgers for lunch, which we had. And then he wanted Thai musselman curry for dinner. And that's what we Fair had. Fair enough. Loved it. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then what else did we do? Oh, Sunday was Easter. So that was, you know, me going around hiding chocolate throughout the garden and then yeah, having I, kids. I you, you'd have a good garden for that too. It's pretty fucking good. And, yeah. the, good, and the thing is, my kids don't realise how lazy I am. Um, <laughs> and so when they... They knew that I was going out to plant these eggs. Like, there was no illusion. They're old enough now. That that ship has sailed. They are not <laughs> believing that there is some mythical rabbit leaving chocolate at every house. That's spoilers for those people who believe that, but um, I'm, I'm soz. Uh, they don't. Um, yep. So, they were squirreled away inside the house. Now, they know which door I left out of. So they know which direction around the garden I would have gone. And for some reason, they decided to go in two separate directions, none which was following the very logical path that I would take as a full lap around our property. They really didn't think about it, did they? They really just did not. And they were looking in places like, I'm not going to bend down and put one there. Like, I'm not going to go to Probably your sex tape. Like, it's just, I'm not going to go to all that effort. Um, and so, after they'd been around and they were like, whoa, look at the hole. I'm like, you've just missed half of it. Like, fucking take a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> you are losers. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Um, I said, who wants to come for a walk with Dad then? Oh, I said, because you might have missed some. And they were like, oh. I said. <laughs> So and from so now said, on, whenever is... you need anything, you just go, who's going to come from what with that then? You might have yeah. missed some chocolate. <laughs> there might be some chocolate. Um, anyway, so they went for a walk with Dad, and every time I stopped, they knew that was a uh, a cue to go, oh, shit, there's chocolate here somewhere. 
Um, and I, I reckon like they missed about a third. They missed about a third, but that was good fun. We went around and did all that. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, but apart from that, it has just been spending time around the home. Um, and as I said, making worm farms. No. Oh, well, yeah, well, well, luckily we've got a neighbour who's got a cow, so they donated some poo to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and, and remember the wedding that we had here? I do, yes. Yes, they had a bath that they used as a very makeshift drinks vessel. Full of ice, full of water, put the drinks in it, no worries. So that is now being converted and is a worm farm. That sounds pretty special. Yeah. Up on a big thing and all the worm poo and wee will come out the plug hole and apparently that's just stuff that veggies love. Right. <laughs> Fine. I mean, I just remember the old days when you go digging in the garden and get the spuds out and you just see all the big fat worms everywhere. Not yeah. always in one piece by the time no, you dug out the spuds. half worms. <laughs> But I think, and look, I don't know if this is true, but I know I got told back in the day that if you cut a worm in half, it'll turn into two worms. I don't know if that's real or not. I'm not sure it is. It no, could be. I, but I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not really up my wor- with my worms. I don't oh, know. mind you, here's the thing. So uh, our neighbour who bought the block of land next door to us um, had done some clearing and they're about to build their property. Now, they'd gotten permission from Taz Fire because uh, they were on an acre and near no one. Um, they could do a burn-off of yep. all this stuff. Oh, my giddy art. We had a raging fire. It was <laughs> fucking awesome. Mind you, we had to stand back from the edge of our property, which would have been a good, you know, 25 metres away because it was that darn hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Unfortunately, there was a little bunny that I think was stuck underneath the fire. No. Came, yeah, came out a little bit charred. And the kids were like, oh, there's a bunny, there's a bunny. And I'm like, that bunny's a fucking not in a good way at all. And uh, I've said to said neighbor, I said, um, do you want a shovel or something to be able to dispatch with that? And he's gone, uh, no, just... Uh, Shield the kids' eyes. So I sent the kids on an errand to go and get fruit. Curb stomped it. <gasps> was done in one. It was done oh. in one. It was quick, but it was just like, oh, that that was that was that was very quick, decisive. You've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the poor bunny was never going to live. It no, was trapped but- under a very big inferno. Every part of it was singed, and it was flapping around a little bit. And I will say I would still ended. struggle to do that though. Oh, me too. I would have. Mm. I probably would have put the, the the spade on the back of the neck and just. <laughs> but he just curb stomped it. Dang. When all um. Dang. Oh, what's the movie? When he does that um something something X. Um, it's got it's got Edward Norton in it, and he, it's a neo Nazi oh. movie. He goes to jail. Oh, um. Malcolm I have it in my collection. No, it's no. not Malcolm X. No, um, I don't think it's X. You don't reckon? It's a damn Ameri- good movie. American History, X. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, you yeah, you could be right on that. So, yeah, the, the movie basis is uh, now a Nazi goes to jail for killing this guy. Yes. But then changes while he's in there. And then when he comes out, realizes that his younger brother is going down the same path. 
Yes. So he tries to pull him out of that. It's just, it's such a uh, incredibly powerful, heartbreaking, moving, eye-opening Violent. It is. Romper Stomper-esque. Yeah, pretty much. So um, if you haven't actually seen American History X, it's a fantastic film, though. It does open your eyes up to how fucked up people can be. Yeah, but don't not one for the kids, probably? Not one for the kids. The thing I love about it, though, is it also shows that people can change, and that's the good part of the film. Mm, true. Mm. True that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Deep moment. Oh, it really was. I th- <laughs> you know what? There was... And that's... I think it's interesting, because I... For whatever reason, whilst the subject matter is not good, I think the way that the movie Romper Stomper and American History X was shot, the story behind it and the way the characters were, um, I still quite, I would say I, I, I enjoy those films. I'm the same. Cinematic. Yeah. And the other one that I think is so very well made, but once again, subject matter is not something that you love, uh, Once We Were Warriors. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I didn't enjoy what becomes of the Broken Hearted, which was the sequel. No, as I didn't much. either. I thought it lost its way. Mm. I think those films, the way they're, as said, filmed, made, created, directed, whatever you want to go into, I think it's because it doesn't glorify it. Yeah, it just shows. Like, there's characters you still identify with, and you kind of get close to them, but it doesn't glorify them. Where you go, oh, that guy's really cool. Yeah, it you just, just go, shows you the world. Fuck, you're fucked. Yeah, but there's basically. a there's a like there's a part of your personality that I think is okay, but the rest of it, like it doesn't, it doesn't put a shine on the negative side of the personality to make you look past it. Yeah, yeah, it'll show the many facets of Jake the Mus. Mm. Yeah, that's no, um. Yeah, so you like the character, you just don't like the facets of the character. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's no, it's. it's yeah, it's, it's well done, I must admit. Well played, mm. New Zealand. Well played. Yeah. was well, a good movie. Mm. But you are yeah. right, the sequel was shit. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like, I just, I, I had such high hopes for what becomes of the broken hearted, and I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't watched that now. Yeah, it's like they were just too determined to go down a certain track, and once they went down that track, they had no choice but to follow it. Yeah, and I think they tried to make it, more than what it should have been. Like, it should have just been a continuation story as opposed to it just seemed contrived, I suppose, was yeah. my opinion on it. Mm, bit like your face. Yeah, your face is contrived. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can... The funny thing is, that's all I can see of you at the moment is your face. Because you're just blending... You're bleeding into the car, couch. Sorry, I'll make sure I get some better lighting next time. No, no, don't. I love it because it looks like... And I love the way you're rocking a 90s backwards hat as well. Yeah, well, the main reason being, it's actually been a bit fresh today. and um, it now? And I'm being very wary not to up the power bill at the moment and throw mm. the heater on too much. So I've had the beanie on. The oh, problem is, though, uh, the beanie that I wear, it's one that kind of goes over the ears. So if we're doing uh. this and I put my headphones on... I'm suddenly blocking my ears out. So I thought, oh, what am I going to do? I thought, oh, I'll throw the cap on. It was sitting next to me. Nice. Had it on while we are doing the roof. Yes. I'll see. Let's see if I can turn the, um, I'll turn the telly on. See, is that any more light? Is that giving yeah. any more? Yeah, but it just looks like you're now otherwise preoccupied with watching TV. Oh, <laughs> Which, you know, but this I can do this. Please. See, see, I could do this. I could be like the uni bomber. You like a pretend M&M. Got <laughs> your just, friggin' hoodie on. And- yeah, exactly. For those people who don't realise, on Skype now, 
I've just put my hoodie on because I'm sitting in the shed, unlike some people who get to sit inside, like proper Aww. inside. <laughs> I bet you've got a throw rug over your knees as well. No, I don't have a throw rug over my knees. <laughs> I'm a real man. <laughs> it's a quilt. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Now, Mr. Barnes, we have news. Yeah, we do. Um, and I'm glad so, we didn't get into it too early. I'm glad we just layered away from it. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, other nice things like neo-Nazis and, yes, and, and <laughs> domestic warfare. violence in New domestic- Zealand and, and all those happy and yeah, yeah. curb stomping wild animals and all that kind of Ple- stuff. Pleasantries. That's what we're all about. Exactly. The small talk, mm. really. Yeah. Um, well, here's the intro. Celebrity Deadpool News! There it was. <laughs> um, easy as that. Easy as that. So, And we do have news. We do have news. Now, there has been... I don't know whether or not it's because the world has nothing else to report at the moment other than COVID-19, but there seems to be a lot of reported celebrity deaths. Like, yeah, there's a few. A lot. Or is it just because we now are running a celebrity Deadpool competition? That, that we're noticing it? <laughs> well, that we're noticing it, but that, all, that also all the roadies out there, because obviously they've got different news sources and they're talking to different Karens on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so they Karens on Facebook. Fucking Karen on Facebook, love her. <laughs> uh, she's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so they're also getting it. So they're also sharing the was this on the list? Was this on the list? Was this on the list? And and there has been quite a lot of people who have passed away not because of COVID nineteen, um, who are also are not on the list. And yep. you can just hear the collective sigh from the Celebrity Deadpool twenty twenty group going, "Oh, I'm still in it." Well, you know what happened. So basically, we've got a uh, a Facebook group yes. that we started. Just for the people that are in Celebrity Deadpool. That have, because entered, what we that wanted, have submitted that have submitted names. They've got a list. Yeah. So what I the reason why I opened that group up is I didn't want our Facebook page just to be smothered by Celebrity Deadpool or or, or celebrity deaths. No, because Oh let's bring it back from that a little bit. Because that's not what we're about. It no. just happens to be that we're running this game, but I realise that this could be a little bit smothering. We are as much yeah. about erotic chick lit as we are celebrity deaths. Oh, yeah, exactly. And yep. probably um, in Boobs fact, or coffins, either or. Or flat earth, you know. <laughs> well, love a flat earther. How, how could you not? Yeah. So, there so, are the, the many facets of Troy and Joe. This is but one, but one. <laughs> yeah, so, of course, that's why we started that up. And it's amazing. What I find now is as soon as someone puts something on there, you get a notification. Ding! And as soon as I see the notification that blah, blah, blah has posted something in Celebrity Deadpool 2020. Yes. I think, fuck, who's dead? Who's dead? <laughs> <laughs> and I have this nervous moment yeah. where I actually don't want to click on it because I don't know who it is yet. But then there's um, also the excitement of, oh, it might be one of mine. <laughs> yeah, like we had, uh, what are we, uh, Timothy Brown, who was in MASH. Yes. Um, you know, he he passed away. Uh, who else did we have? And people um, had other MASH celebrities. Yeah. Um, um, Dieter Laser. I think it is Dieter or Dieter. Yes. Um, who was in um, The Human Centipede, um, first and the third movie, I think. Yeah, I don't know uh, why you'd pass on the second, but go, you know what? The third, I'm into that. Oh, yeah. It was a weird movie, the second one. 
Oh, the first was probably the bit that started it all. Like, the idea of a human centipede. For those people who haven't watched, I have not actually seen the human centipede. Go and check it out. It's a great film. But I understand the concept. It's a threesome like you never expect. Look, I understand the concept of it, and that's probably the reason why I've chosen not to view it. Yeah. So, and another one that we actually uh, we lost just recently in the past week as well is um, Honor Blackman, who played Pussy Galore in James Bond. Yeah, I love a good pun on a name in James Bond. Oh, and I love the fact that they even punned it in the movie. Yes. <laughs> but you know what the funny thing is? You know how Halle Berry was in a Bond, or she was going to be in a Bond film? No, I think she was in a Bond. Yeah. Where well, she was. She wanted, she chose the name that she wanted. And they said no, because they said it wasn't fitting of the time or something. She wanted I to be called that. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Buns. Oh, no, I do remember that. And they went, no. I'm like, fucking how could you not? <laughs> and apparently not. Well, there you go. Anyway. But anyway, but the other one, of course, that happened, and it's one that kind of hit at the soul of many people, even the mm. people that are in our Deadpool group. Even yes. they weren't willing to really, you know, poke any fun at this whatsoever for two reasons. Number one, uh, it was complications of coronavirus that caused his death. Yep. So, um, so obviously he wasn't a well boy straight away. He was 79 and this is obviously, you know, added to the complicated or complicated whatever he had already. Yeah. Which is unfortunately, um, caused his end of days. Uh, the other one was the fact that it was just one of those people that were just part of a lot of our youth growing up. Yeah, I um, think if you were if you were born in the sixties or seventies um, in the UK or Australia or New Zealand or probably even the eighties, even you would know this person's work. Yeah, so the, the man was uh, Tim Brooke Taylor, goody. and of course he was one of the three some of the goodies. Goody, mm. goody, yum, yum. I used to love the goodies, man. I just. Strangely enough, there's not a lot of the goodies I actually remember. I remember all these these bits, but I don't really remember the fact they went for like nine seasons or something. It was over something like 12 years. And I was reading about why we don't see as much of it. Now, because Tim studied and was part of the Footlights, which is the same group as John Cleese and, and the Monty Python boys. Yep. So some some went on to become Pythons and the other ones went on to be goodies. Um. But when the goodies came out, the BBC really didn't know how to categorise it. That was the story. Because a lot of their humour and a lot of the way they presented their jokes was obviously similar to Python, but a bit more slapstick. But they were classified more as kids' humour. Yeah. It was very much physical slapstick humour. Yeah. And so they kind of didn't find... Whilst they'd found an audience... It wasn't a cult audience or it wasn't a, a group that had a big voice. So we didn't get a lot of them in repeats. And I don't think you can actually find them other than on DVD now. Like it's not yeah, like could you, be can, right. you can't go to a streaming service like a, a Netflix or anything like that. I don't think they're available. I've never seen them available streaming anywhere. Not to say they're not, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, whereas you can, mm. Monty Python has often received a bit of a resurgence. I know they've put a lot of stuff just recently on Netflix Australia for the Pythons, whereas yeah. the goodies haven't. And I still, look, fuck it, I love the goodies. I loved everything about it. I loved just the humour of it, just the absurdity of it. One of my memories of Tim is 
him in his Union Jack waistcoat with a belly <laughs> with a belly button hole cut in it. <laughs> now I can't tell you why he had the belly button hole cut in it, but he did. And I look, this is a memory from over twenty years ago. Probably this is more. the silly things that stand out. I'm the, kind of the same. I remember. There's certain things I remember. I remember. Um, <laughs> I think it was called Kong Kitten or Kitten Kong. Yes. When they fed this kitten and it just became huge and basically it was like King Kong in the in uh, London. Yes. And this kitten was phenomenal. It was ridiculous. I remember um, them riding a bike, all three of them, on oh, yes, one their, bike. Yeah, their, um, their trike. I don't know what it was called. No, it wasn't yeah. a trike. It was a- Wouldn't have been a trike. Well, it was but, a tandem, but it was a for three. Yeah, which was just ridiculous. Um, I remember them hunting for Rolf Harris- Oh, how good was that? And there were multiple Rolfs. And, and I don't even know why they were hunting for him. Well, i tell you what, I can tell you now why they'd be hunting for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And the other big one that has really always stood out for me is Ecky Thump. Ah, the ancient Lancastrian art He had the black pudding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I remember when they decided they were going to start up um, their own pirate radio station. Um, outside the five mile line of Britain, and then they came up with a one. plan. Yeah, and then they came up with a plan to tow Britain outside the five mile line, so they could still have their radio <laughs> station. <laughs> um, I remember they were in a an a lighthouse at one point in time. It was just all situation comedy, and it was all just sketches after sketches after sketches, and so much fun. So I saw a bit of an fun. interview with all three of them, and I'm not sure when it was, but they were all quite old, so it couldn't have been that long ago. Mm. And I think they were releasing the full goodie set on DVD or whatever in the UK, and it was just this, let's get the band back together for a bit of an interview in a coffee shop and yep. have a casual chat. Um, and there was a couple of things that just I remember stayed with me out of that. One was the fact that they said they could never do what they did back then now, um, oh, no. For two reasons. Blackface. Number one, a lot of it wasn't politically <laughs> correct, and blackface was one of them. Yes. But even they admitted that back then that wasn't unusual, but even they look back on it now and go, oh, that's a bit crude. But we didn't know any different yeah. then. We, we've we've learned ourselves up a little bit. Well, well and, we knew, uh, we, we we knew different, we just didn't care back then. <laughs> well, yeah, I think in some facets. Yeah. I think, there was a, I think there was a lot of innocent racism and prejudice back then <laughs> that- um, when I say that, I say it from a, a kid's Innocent point of view. Innocent racism. <laughs> well, it's from Fair a kid's enough. point of view. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm not talking about from an adult's point of view, from a kid's point of view. Like, yes. if I would have seen blackface back then, I would have seen, oh, he's dressed up as a black person. Like, yes. I wouldn't have thought about it as racism. So, um, true. But the other one they said was there's no way known they could also do it these days because the OH&S side of things wouldn't allow it to happen. No. Because they used to do these ridiculous little... I wonder if you call them stunts because stupid things all the time. Yeah. Where they would get hurt often. <laughs> or absolutely often. Like just, <laughs> just and blowing shit up and like I you must for them to be able to ride that tandem for three, I have no idea how much practice they would have needed. It didn't look good. <laughs> it, it always appeared wonky donkey, but I I'm I'm sure after a while they and I think Tim was the one that steered it. Oh, geez, Bill I don't was always the one that. at the end with his feet up. That's- so essentially, now I think about it, they were the first ones to do the human centipede. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. 
You want to be the person at the front. Oh, you always want to be the person at the front of that. It's still not a good place to be, but you (laughs) definitely want to be the person at the front. Yeah. The other thing they said too, which um, which did stay with me, is that because it was very similar timing to, as you said, Monty Python and yep. the goodies. So you had goodies and you had the Pythons. Uh, and they said back then it was like, what they say that uh, Monty Python was the the Rolling Stones of comedy and the goodies were the Beatles. Oh, okay. That's the way they did it because Python were just that little bit over the fence, a little bit more edgy. Well, they were, and, they were and the goodies were the ones, yeah, and the goodies were the ones that um, mum and dad and the kids would both watch and think was funny. Yeah, I've heard Python described as comedy on acid. <laughs> <laughs> it was just psychedelic comedy. Whereas, yep. whereas you're right, you know, you could sit down and watch the goodies, and there was nothing at the time because let's put it, you know, context is king. Um, there was nothing in the time of the 70s or the early 80s where any of the jokes were really across a line where you could sit down and watch it with your gran and you'll both get a laugh out of the same thing. Yeah. Malika's lot of it was slapstick. It's slapstick or it was taking, making fun of an unknown victim. Like it was, you know, hunting for Rolf Harris's. Like for fuck's yeah. sake. At the time, that was just <laughs> funny. You know, I let's don't know why they were doing it, but it was funny, and I remember oh, exactly. It. I mean, but they also did a whole thing with the scouts, and you couldn't do some of the stuff they did now because there was, you know, a bit of Rolf Harrisness about that. You just can't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> but what no. I didn't know was young Tim Brooke Taylor had an OBE for crying out loud. Yeah, he actually um he was very well loved, and apparently is more well known. And you and I have probably never heard of it. For all his radio stuff. Yeah, see, I um, I did a little bit of research, obviously, because we were coming up to this and we're going to talk about mm. the guy a little bit. And um, I didn't know he'd done radio. Either. The only thing I knew of him was the goodies. Yep, me too. You know, that's a little bit like um, from the same era. You know, everyone has a Doctor Who from their era. Yes. The goodies were kind of my comedy from my era back then. I yeah. know Python were around, but strangely enough, I really discovered Python later on. Um, through the movies and then through audio. Like, I don't actually remember watching a lot of Flying Circus stuff when I was younger, but I remember watching Goodies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because Goodies was on the ABC. It was like an after-school special. Like, you could could watch it before the news. I think it came on before the news. Yeah, I think it worked out. See, I used to watch it with Dad. Um, Yes. I remember that. And I think it was because he had the Goodies, the news, and Doctor Who were basically all in together. Yeah. Not one thing. No. <laughs> Separate things. You, oh, fucking that. <laughs> that is a weird news hour. That is a weird hour of hour and a half Slowly. of television. Yeah. And like, I don't remember what order they were in, but I know it would have been around that time period. Yeah. So I remember used to watching Doctor Who with Dad. I remember watching The Goodies with Dad. Um, and I'm certain the news would have been on. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, exactly. Because that's the only reason why I was watching TV. But I think someone in Australia is... They must have been on one after the other because someone has done what would actually happen if the goodies met Doctor Who. I think you can go on the YouTubes now and actually see someone has mashed oh, really? up, um, not Tom Baker. What's the, what was the one? Peter Davidson, maybe? Probably oh, no, Peter Davidson. I'm not sure. It was one of the doctors. Um, and Patrick Pertwee would have been the, uh, the one prior to Tom Baker. There you go. 
And then um, Roger Davidson would have been the one after. Uh, Roger, bloody um. Look at you. Roger Davidson. Where did I get Roger, Roger from? The, the car accessory experts. <laughs> for those people who remember a car accessory shop in Tasmania from the uh, 90s. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Davidson is what I meant to say. Yeah. Mm. You are so old. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think that someone's done a mashup and they've just mixed some scenes together and, and made I've it look like I can the look doc- for that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds up. like fun. Um, but yeah, it apparently, like everyone in the UK knows him more from every other radio and television show that he's been on. The goodies is just a very, very small part. Yep. Whereas in that's- Australia, that's that was that was it. That was our that was our whole thing. And and um, you'll notice that on our Celebrity Deadpool 2020 uh, on via our website southroadboys.com, Click on Celebrity Deadpool 2020. Um, I used a black and white version of the goodies logo for the Tim Rook Taylor. Nice. Little picture. I'm and gonna, I haven't the seen that, I've, so I'm going to go and have a look myself right now. Because I, um, and I used a full picture of him uh, simply because he was dressed up in a funny costume. And I, oh, yeah, yeah no, I, I love I, that. I, yeah. You've done a good job on that one, mate. That's actually really good. Oh, thanks very much. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's four deaths so far for Celebrity four. Deadpool. Yeah, and mind you, for the roadie who has got the death, I had to text him <laughs> and say, "Did you know you got a point?" And he's like, "No, nah, who died?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Keep up, people. Jesus, just, I think I think the problem is the the the. Stewie is his name. He uh, he heard about Celebrity Deadpool and went, oh, yeah, I'll be in on that. But really just wanted to be able to name 20 people he thought might die. <laughs> <laughs> he was also a last-minute entry too. A very last minute. He basically got in with minutes to go. Yeah. But, you know, in's in. Totally yep. a sex tape. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, though, it still doesn't mean that even with that death that um, Sir Bradley Von Rock is still the current leader. He Absolutely. is wearing, yeah, yeah, definitely wearing the yellow jersey. Is uh, BVR? Yep. He's got, uh, he's got the two. Yeah, look, um, people are biting at the heels, though. Yeah, I think so. Don't get too comfortable up on that perk spread. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, there's mate. fourteen other people, or thirteen other people who had, um, who had Kirk, or yeah, who had yep. Kirk Douglas. So all, all we need is someone more, else that had Kirk, and yeah. If I get my Ariana Grande, fuck, I've got it. Bang! I'll tell you what, if you get your Gillian, your Gillian Anderson, I'm yeah. not going to do this podcast, podcast anymore. <laughs> it's going to be a quiet, I tell you what, that will be a very, very quiet podcast. Yes. But let's It'll not just talk be about one that. hour of the X-Files theme song over and over again on repeat. <laughs> That'll be it. It's all it'll be. And and me picking up audio of Troy quietly sobbing in the background. <laughs> Rocking myself to sleep. No. Uh. No. <laughs> um, here's an interesting one. So that I just thought about it now. So you go back to like goodies and Doctor Who from that era and all the rest. Mm. What's a couple of your really favourite shows that you remember back to when you were a kid that you watched? <sighs> if I was going to oh. put you on the spot. For me, one of my favourite shows, and I have no idea why, because, fuck, a kid should not be into this show. 
but I was, and I still am, and I have the complete collection of it, and I watch it every five years. It is okay. Mash. Yeah, you do like Mash, don't you? I don't know why I do, but I just do. I just, I've always enjoyed the characters. I've always enjoyed the the way it was written, the 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 humour, everything about it. It is a good show, though. It really. I think but in saying that, I've never actually got there and watched a series. I've only ever watched Mash when it's been on TV and whatever higgledy piggledy friggin' order it's in. Oh, but, I can give you. I've got the whole two hundred and something. Episodes. Yeah, no, it's okay. I don't. I don't need it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway. I do enjoy it. Um, what else did I like? I loved Ted Danson. Cheers. Oh, Everybody yeah. knows your name. Do do do. And they're always glad you came. See, I'd even go, I'm going to go back for, see, I could go into like the, the Knight Rider and the A Team and, and all that kind of stuff. But yep. if I go back further to the stuff I remember when I was actually younger that, oh, like I wouldn't I- be able to name much about it. I just remember it. Mm. It would be Kimber the White Lion. <gasps> I remember Kimber the White yeah. Lion. Yep. I remember that. That was an animated show. And Astro also- Boy. Astro, oh my god, Astro Boy. I was going to go also with the Wombles. Oh, Wombles are Wimbledon, coming are we? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I love the Wombles. Oh, with Orioko, I think was his name. Yeah, um, some of the it's cartoons. The only Wombles I can name. Like, I, I remember, and I've said this story briefly before, but I remember that we got our first VCR that would record oh, well, the like same it. week that Transformers started on TV on Saturday morning cartoons. Holy shit, So, the Batman. fact that I was able to record that episode and watch it again was just phenomenal technology. Like, <laughs> what the deuce? Um, Thundercats was another one. Thundercats. Oh, um, fucking He-Man. He-Man and Masters of the Universe. How good yep. was that? Which is coming back out next year. Thank you very much, Kevin Smith. Yep. Um, just, there's so much stuff that I remember back to. Um, I can't really remember much of it. I just remember that I loved it. What about Danger Mouse? Amazing. Yeah, I was in a Danger Mouse, but I was never was a huge Danger, Danger, Danger Mouse fan. Or was Danger Mouse a bit older? I don't know. Mid-80s, maybe. Yeah, Danger Mouse never quite grabbed me. But once again, I know it. Yeah, but see, I don't know why, but fuck, you know. I, oh, actually, here's one that you'll, you'll agree with me on. Growing Pains. Yes. Yeah, remember um, Growing Pains? Or, oh, Family Ties. Alex yes. P. Keaton. Um. But then, once again, I so, liked... So, sorry, Family Ties, that was Michael J. Fox, wasn't it? Yes. What did mm. I say? Yeah, no, Keaton was the dad. Wasn't he? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Michael J. Fox's character's name was Alex P. Keaton. Oh, okay. Sorry. There you go. I wonder what yeah. his dad's name was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Dad. <laughs> dad. Dad. Alf. Dad. That Alf. was another fantastic show from back then. I think that was the 90s, though. Yeah, maybe. This is just a memory lane episode now, this, yeah, this, this podcast. Yeah, this is strolling down <laughs> amnesia lane. Yep, anyone under the age of 30 is falling asleep now. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I, I still go back to one of my first crushes, which was, um, uh, what was it? The Good Life with Felicity Kendall. Mm. The Good Life. Okay. Oh, The Good Life. It was a BBC comedy <laughs> And there was an actress in there called Felicity Kendall, and I, mean, I really thought she was a bit of all right. Like, a lot. Can I like, just point out, here's a little bit of excitement right I mean, she's no Barbara Eden, but who is? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Oh, come on. Don't tell me. Don't. You You cannot tell me Barbara Eaton in her day as I dream a genie wasn't it in a bit. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with you on that one. Um, and for those people, gonna... actually, for roadies, I know that you'll pick this up because yeah, you picked Joe's it up last week. Now. He's off. I've got to leave uh, No, you picked it up last week and, and I, I, yes, that is, I live near a train line. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Obviously at 8.55. Yes. On a Monday. <laughs> The, the train goes fast. To yeah, exactly. When I listened to the uh, episode yesterday to do a little description, mm. I'm listening to it and it's just a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's what happens, roadies, where we can't be in the same room and we. I'm stuck in a shed on Skype. Like, what's and this and all, is people? A thing too. I mean, we're not even in winter properly yet. Like, we're going to kick into winter, right? And unless things change, you're going to be out in the shed freezing your ass off. You'll be able to dress like Chewbacca in jackets. And <laughs> well, I've I've got a little foot heater on. Mind you, I'm still in shorts. Yeah, you're mental. So I've still got a I've got a little foot heater going. Um, you know, the trains keep me warm in the background. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> what else? Oh, memory lane. So I'm still stuck on TV shows. It's just all these little things. And once you think of one, it's like, oh, it's in a... just keeps going on Do you and on reckon... And on. There probably already is. It's probably called Netflix. Whether or not there's a way... Because I know that my my daughter got heavily into Full House, like the original from the 90s. Yep. And now she's watching the reboot, which is Full uh, John House. John Stamos? John Stamos, that's the one. And Aunt Becky, who's now doing time in prison for... Um, paying off a university to accept yeah, her that's kids right. in when they didn't a, get there. Yeah, there was yeah. a few that got caught up in that, wasn't there, in the States? Exactly, but Aunt mm. Becky was the famous one. So. Naughty. Mm. Um, do you reckon, how much money do you reckon you'd make? Sorry, I'll rephrase that. As a man in his mid-40s, oh, God. how much money would you be prepared to pay, trademark South Road Boys, for a channel dedicated to the TV shows of the 70s, 80s, and early 90s? Oh, you know, I reckon you... I would happily pay like a, a 10 buck a month sort of fee Ooh, for that. 10 bucks. Yeah, I think I would. Because I think there'd be a lot of stuff we've forgotten about that would actually be funny to watch. Because I'd, I'd, I'd say five bucks. Yeah, no, 10 bucks, no, no. would you would you pay 10? Because you're going to add that to your Netflix. Yeah, but you see, gonna... I look at it from the point of view, like I, I get the um the upgraded Netflix because I want to get, you know, High UHD def. and stuff. And, mm. and um, like I'm paying 18 bucks a month for that. Yes. So, so you want to add $10 that. to that? But I'm kind of saying if I was going to pay for that, I'm thinking I'd pay half. So, you know. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Nine bucks, 10 bucks. For a bit Maybe of, only well, for a month, and then I'd go, no, over it looks like shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it's for $5, you'd keep it. You wouldn't uh, think about cancelling I agree, it. I would keep it. But for $10, the, the conversation will be is, do I really want to be paying 10 bucks for this? Possibly not. Yeah, Five bucks, really watching it who enough? cares? Mm. Like, if I watch one hour's worth of TV from, you know, the retro, South Road Boys retro show, you know, five bucks I'll pay. Ten bucks, maybe not. Yeah, no, you're right. Let us know, roadies. Um, but you know, you get things like you know, early John Travolta in Welcome Back, Cotter. Hey, Mister Carter. If I you remember that one that. from the seventies, Punky Brewster. Punky, wow, 
Yep, true that. Just keeps going and going and going, doesn't it? (laughs) So I reckon there's a market for it. And that's all you do is, and you'd you'd have to do it in, it would have to be regionalised. So you'd have to, so for Australia, you'd have to do Monkey Magic, some of the BBC, because we've got most of our programming from the UK with it, with it, not as much as sprinkling from the US, I reckon. Yeah, UK. We used to get a lot of UK back then. Hmm. Well, send it off to the colonies. It's shit here. Faulty towers. Faulty. There was only fucking thirteen episodes I of that. No, there weren't. But it's been screened a gazillion times. Exactly, and everyone can you know knows it, knows it, knows it. Oh, yeah. Wow. South Road Boys. <laughs> so- Retro That's channel. so many shows. Retro TV channel. Yes. I think it's got legs. And it would be in letterbox. It wouldn't be in widescreen. Yeah, it would be letterbox too. So, you know, digitally so, remastered? I don't think so. So even <laughs> even letterbox is weird. Yeah. It actually annoys me if I watch something like the original Buffy, for instance, like the first, mm-hmm. I think, three, four seasons of that are actually letterbox. Yes. So it's actually not as much fun to watch. Like it takes a few episodes to stop not seeing it in widescreen. Like it no, actually annoys fucking, you. I've got more screen. Just use it. It's just bizarre. But then yeah, it's awesome when they upgrade things and digitally remaster them and bring them out in widescreen. Then it's like, oh. Oh, oh the pretties. The pretties. Um, oh, look at the pretties. Because X-Files was the same. So yes. that initially started off in Letterbox, I believe, but then they remastered it and it came out in widescreen. Yes. So it just makes a difference. Because all you can see is this part of the screen that's not been used. It's just like, fucking use the screen. Use the screen. And when like, you watch old footy games, when they put replays on, and it's in letterbox, it's just not right. But they're like, we didn't have the rest of the screen back then, so we didn't film it. Is letterbox the right term? Is that what it's called? Probably not. I think letterbox is still a widescreen, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Isn't it 6.9 or 9.6 or something it's called? Oh, I don't know. Fucking, anyway, someone technically it's fucking square. The square. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... All for Luton fan dangled for Nancy. Well, back then when we watched television, there wasn't another choice. No, it was just uh, <laughs> it TV. Was just it. Yeah, uh, that was TV. TV. It fits exactly. on the screen. <laughs> and when you wanted to change the channel, you would get up and change the channel. Here's the thing, though. Can you remember? Oh, fuck, we're old. Can you remember when widescreen first started coming out on DVD? Actually, would it have even been VHS? It probably would have been. Maybe VHS widescreen? No, but I can't. When you're remember- watching it thinking, this is really annoying because now it's just this skinny bloody screen and I've got all this other screen there that's not being used. Oh, up the top that you're not being used. Yeah, top, <laughs> up, top and bottom because it used to go in the middle. Exactly. Until so they it- made the screens to match the, the aspect. Yep. And then it went back the other way. It's like, now you're giving me fucking square screen. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I am old enough to remember when we had a corded remote control. I never had a corded remote. Well, we didn't have it at home, but my nan had one. My nan and pop had a corded remote control yeah, okay. that I think was only for the V... Well, obviously would have only been for the VCR. Yeah. But at the time, you could run the TV tuner through the VCR. So everything went through the VCR. I just remember we had... The remote we had for the VCR that recorded, once again, the yes. same VCR, 
what an amazing bit of technology. Mm. But that was the infrared sort of remote. That was, once again, amazing tech. Oh, high tech. Phenomenal. I still can't believe that I could. I recorded Transformers and watched it again later. Like the same day. I actually bought it on DVD. You know, they, a lot of those old cartoons, they used to, or they brought out just one DVD, well, maybe the top six episodes that people voted. Yeah, And it was yeah, just yeah. like a little greatest hits pack. I actually bought it because it was only like six bucks or something in wherever. Bargain. Uh, and it had that first episode on it ever. And I remember watching that on that VHS. And was that it I recorded. as you remembered? Um, no, it actually wasn't that bad. Oh, good. <laughs> but, I mean, don't get me wrong, the animation was very basic. Yes. Uh, but it did take me back to, wow, this is actually the episode. I remember sitting in the this lounge room, you know, like knowing that the fire was over there with the hearth and the, you know, the screen at the front <laughs> where we used to cook our toast on a friggin' poker. And <laughs> How fucking old are you that like, you're cooking fuck. toast on the fire? <laughs> I remember you actually get up in the morning and watch Saturday morning cuttings. What the toast on? <laughs> That's what it'd be like, because dad would be like, do you want to cook some toast? Like, yeah, so we get the little like two-prong one out and you'd cook your toast. Not the toaster. It's amazing. I don't even know if we had a toaster. We probably, I mean, obviously we had a toaster. Actually, did we? I don't know. I don't maybe, know. If I maybe we used the, mate, just the bloody it. grill on the stove. Maybe that was it. That was old-fashioned. We didn't need a toaster. You had a fire. Back in the days when you had a, you cook your toast in front of the fire, uh, you'd smack <laughs> your head into the bloody fly strips and it'd stick to the side of your head. <laughs> Hang on. You had an open fire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was actually a proper in open a log fire. cabin? Uh, it wasn't in a log cabin. <laughs> wasn't that romantic? You were Grizzly Adams? No. Mind you, with the beard like that, you could be now. Yeah. I tell you, once I get out of bloody this isolation scenario, um, or not isolation, distancing. Yes. I don't know how long this is going to be because my barber's not working. I don't cut it myself. You don't cut a beard yourself. If you, if you're a man of, of decent intelligence, you don't try and cut yeah. your own beard. It's not going to work. Because you trim that side, and it's like you go to get even on that one, and it's like, yes. oh, it's a little bit shorter, so you go to the other ones, oh, no, it's a little bit shorter, and you can never see the angles yourself. Right. So before you know it, it'll be goatee again. So- Okay. I'm just not going to touch it. MC Hammer. I'll trim around, <laughs> I'll trim around the you lip. You can't touch this. Yep. But the rest is just going to grow, and um, yeah, I don't know where it's going to end up. Did I tell you that I tried to convince my family to have a corona beard? Yeah, that didn't go well, did it? No. <laughs> no, no one was on board. Well, Jake Jake was Jake was in massively behind the theory of me having a corona beard. Yep. And then Good the practical then the practical application of wanting to come in for a cuddle, he's like, Oh no, you're too spiky. I don't want any of that. Like <laughs> shave your head and face. And Mind I reckon, you, tonight he wanted me to shave my head completely bald. I reckon your wife would have had a similar theory on the beard too. Oh no, she was a, she was a fuck no, like she was a definite. <laughs> there was not even she was not even going to entertain the idea. She was a hell's no. Oh, we do not need that. You do not need that. That is not something we want. But it would have been so good, man. We would have been the SRBB, <laughs> South, South Road Bearded Boys. Bearded Boys. Bearded Boys. <laughs> would have been Boys. so good. We'd be beard bros. We could have started Mind- a bank or BB Top. <laughs> <laughs> we do pods. Yeah, we do pods. Would have been awesome. Pod was like a lady. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, I just, by the time I actually would have had what would be classified, 
I think under law as a beard, I'm still going to have to be in lockdown for a good six, seven years. Like, it's just not going to happen very quickly at but you all. see, as you know with me as well, I've never been a, a big facial hair speed grower. Like, mm. I'm like a little bit like you. If I shaved um, back to the flesh, um, I'd only have to do a shave every three or four days. Yes. So the fact that I've got this amount of growth is actually quite remarkable. Mm. But it does tend to grow more once it's actually grown, I find. Do you think the weight of it just pulls the rest maybe, of it? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just a have, follicle pull. Have you got have you got beard weights? <laughs> beard weights. Beard weights. Do you attach beard weights that just stretch the follicles out and and oh, pulls the beard out of your, beard out of your head? That's a great idea. Just it'd have maybe to be right though, wouldn't it? Invent. Huh? It'd have to be right though, because see, there'd be a fine line between extending the hair to pulling the hair out. Yeah. There'd be a real science to it. But uh, apparent alleged... Well... Here we go. You're making uh, shit up now, aren't you? I am. Well, fuck. <laughs> oh, because beard, cause beard weights to make it grow longer is a real thing. Um, Never know. I'm sure that if you pulled one of your beard... Beards? if Hair. If you pulled a beard hair out, it's not going to be this uncoiled mass inside your head. Like a big worm, back, like to, the big st- worm. back no. to the start of the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not a big worm. It's it's just it's just at the follicle, which is just under the thing. So I don't think beard weights are going to help that much. I'm actually uh, I'm googling beard weights. Beard weight. I'm just not beard. Beard weight. extender. Beard weights. Uh... How far into your head does your follicle or your beard hair go? Is not. There's no such thing as beard weight, so I'm just going to put it out there straight oh, away. Excellent. That, uh, Trademark South Road Trademark boys. that, definitely. Yeah. Um, put that right into on. the patent office. How far <laughs> does a beard... I tell you what, roadies, you are getting the very best <laughs> of what we have to offer right now, because you can hear Troy talking yeah. while he Googles. I, sh- I, I, mean- I should have just done the, um, hey, Google. Would have been a lot easier, wouldn't it? It would have. Hmm. Or just talked about it and had a look at Facebook and it would have popped up for you. Um, Ooh, Zucky's listening. I'm not, I'm not even sure even how to pronounce how to say the sentence. How far does a beard hair grow? How, how deep is a, in hair, a beard hair follicle? Face. <laughs> <laughs> Flanders, in your face! I wouldn't have asked that question. How deep is a hair follicle for a beard? That's a, that's a technical. Bloody nice way of saying it. So here we go. (laughs) Regardless of when or how you shave, your facial Mm. hair will always grow at approximately the same rate, about one quarter inch per month. Now, let's be honest here. Joe Mather. That's a centimetre. Yeah. Do you honestly reckon that your facial hair grows a centimetre every month? You've spoken about this at length before, no pun intended. Um, Mm. I I don't reckon you're at that rate. You know what? I don't think that may be too far off the truth. Oh. I reckon a centimetre is not as, well, yeah, because I'm shaving, <laughs> like you, every four to five days, a week if I can get away with it, depending yep. on who's around. So, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But, once again, my problem is it's not thick enough. It's... It looks like I've got Sparse. some sort of alopecia. 
Like I've I've been in some sort of your freak accident, and it just is patchy, and it's ginger, and it's black, and it's grey, and it's white. There's nothing. I just don't think it'll happen. Yeah, look, I tell you what. Um, we're basically towards the end of this episode, but Rodies, this stuff here that you're listening to here, this is why you pay a subscription fee every month mm. to listen to us. This is hey, a hey Troy. Yeah, it's a free podcast. You f- you fucking what? Yeah, yeah, we we don't charge anything for it. They don't pay like a monthly subscription, like no, to no, 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 no. They they listen to it for free. For, yeah, because who the fuck would pay to listen to this? So we we paid all that money for gear and stuff, and we yep. we spend all this time, and they just get it for nothing. Yep. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, that's it's that- been great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got better things to do with my time, bitches. <laughs> And and we all know that's a fucking lie. <laughs> well, I suppose at the moment in a coronavirus, a coronavirus world, exactly. This um, is your outing for the week. This is this is you my are like some sort of senior yep. citizen who doesn't get out of the home. This is it. This is your outing for the week. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I'm just going to throw this in at the end, mate. I cannot wait until we're out of the COVID nineteen friggin' storm. In oh, which we tell can me about do it. this together again in person and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. Not naked. Not this time. Mind you, this is the last episode, though, episode, though because uh, you guys aren't paying for it. <laughs> Shit ain't free, people. Nothing well, uh, is free anymore. It actually is. No, it's for, just... for them, this is free. But it's for our love and enjoyment. Right, fine. <laughs> On that, roadies, I am Joe from the shed. <laughs> I'm Troy from the lounge. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. 